Hey, sis. Hey, sister circle. I'm your big sis, April. And I'm your little sis, Tiffany. And we are Sister Talk Network Podcast. Sisters bridging the generational gap while encouraging candid conversations. And healing amongst women, friends, and sisters. You have a sister now. Hey sis. Hey sis. Hey sister circle. Hey sister circle. We back. Yeah, I am your big sis April. And I'm your little sis Tiffany. And welcome to Sister Talk Network, our podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope everybody's having a good day. Look at my sis today. Don't she look beautiful? Yes. In her colors. Yes. I don't know if y'all can see the shoes. We're yeah. going to do the zoom up Show on the, the shoes. shoes. Show the shoes. Show the shoes. I'm talking about your shoes. Oh, you my. Got the, you got the come. We got them to come get them shoes. Like, these get are the shoes. Em, I ain't going to say what I want to yeah, say. I already know. Like, did you see that? We're going to keep it a little bit Did sister. you see that reel that Tabitha Brown did with her husband? Her, You know, they have the chance, chance to tag. I nights. see like the little clip. They're so cute and well, spicy. I love them. This, this was real spicy. I was like, okay, Auntie Tab. Well, she was talking about um, wearing sneakers all the time. Okay. And like, are you physically attracted to your spouse? Mm. So she said, like, when she was sick, she stopped wearing heels because it threw her balance off and she would fall. Okay. So she started wearing sneakers. If you notice, she always had one a cute little outfit, but she had one sneakers. Yeah. So she asked her husband... Am I still attractive to you in sneakers? And he was like, girl, you could wear a trash bag and some sneakers. Ooh. And she was like, yeah, it's still go time, right? It's still go time. And he said, yeah. And she was like, but I'm going to wear them heels in the air. Ooh. And she was like, in the air. <laughs> so he just kept talking. He here. And then he was like, girl, did you just say <laughs> And I love that. I love yeah, that about Like, them. I caught like, it. Yeah, yeah, I caught it after the yeah. fact. They are so cute. Like, I might not be able to walk in them, but, but yeah, I'm a, I ain't got to walk in them. In the yeah, when it, when I can counts. lay down and wear them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so it kind of brings us, and I didn't even think about that, how they just tied together. Yeah. But. We wanted to talk about that, about attractiveness, but Mm -hmm. being attractive in other ways, Um, spiritually attractive specifically. And what that looks like, unpacking it, um, what it looks like in us or what it should look like in us, Mm -hmm. what that looks like in others and just how it affects our our world and how we move on a day to day basis. So what's your thoughts? Um, I think my perspective is I had to get out of trying to be appealing to people mm-hmm. in perfection. Physically or just in, in all ways. Yeah. Like just having the the personality to match to to match each each group setting mm-hmm. from having like, okay, well, I'm going to have my shirt buttoned all the way up to here mm-hmm. when I go to church. But mm-hmm. then when I'm going out, my girlfriends, my behind is out. Like, oh, I got just uh, attractiveness for me is just me being authentically who God made me mm-hmm. and also what he's still working on. Right. And owning that. Yes. I got and it. not good. just trying to portray myself as mm-hmm perfect according to what audience I'm looking because everybody sees perfection differently right so once I got to a point of this is me you love it or you hate it Mm -hmm. I'm working on the things that I know I need to work on Mm -hmm. and the stuff that's revealed to us because some stuff is not like some people tell me something I'm like oh crap I did not know that yeah and just owning it and working on it and I think that's the most beautiful thing is 
people's progress. Yeah. And them just being like, okay, I know, because nothing is uglier. And if I'm being honest, going to to marriage counseling (laughs) and having an issue and feeling like, I'm just constantly talking and nothing's being done. Like you don't want to keep revisiting the same issue over and over again. So getting to a point of nothing was more beautiful when we both, because we both had stuff we needed to fix Mm -hmm. and coming to that realization of, okay, the light bulb clicked. Now I can Mm. fix it. And then once we got to the point where we wanted to fix it, then we were we were good. There was so much beauty that. in it. Yeah, that that's a beautiful thing because some people we talk about this in other situations, but some people never get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just in what you were talking about with the whole marriage counseling thing, like just rings in my mind because in becoming more spiritually attractive um, made me reevaluate my relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. Because, and God was dealing with me. I told you, God yeah. dealt with me hard and basically, yeah, telling me that during my marriage, I've never really been submissive to my husband. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was, yeah. but I really wasn't. And then I pretty much manipulated situations to get what I wanted mm-hmm. or I did what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, and being spiritually attractive, needing to be that spiritual uh, representation of God to mm-hmm. him makes me now move different in how I go to him. Mm-hmm. Where we just had an incident of something like just recently where it was something I wanted to do. Like I, I wanted to get like a little small nose piercing. Oh, I wanted to do and that. And me, even two years ago, would have just came home bling. Like yeah. it would have just been there. Sorry, that's just who I was. Yeah. But feeling that nudge to go to him. So I go to him and if he watched this, he going to get me, but I go to him and I say, you know, I want to get a really, really, really small. I'm trying to play it down mm-hmm. diamond piercing. And I see his posture change. So I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you feel about that? What's your thoughts? He said, I don't like them, okay. but because I'm still in, in, in progress, work in progress, I felt my blood boil mm-hmm. because you can't tell me what to do in my yeah. mind. So I sighed really deeply and I walked away because mm-hmm. I don't e- I didn't even know how to process that because old me would have just went off. You yeah. know, you just have out, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I talked to one of my friends who, and that's why I said, you need different friends that can give you different mm-hmm. insight. And she said, give him a minute to sit with it and go back and ask him why. Mm-hmm. And if his why is valid, then okay. That's something you shouldn't do. Yeah. And, but you, that thing had me messed up for days. You That's hear me? That's hilarious. Because, you know, I'm, I don't even know if I told. I, you knew I got my belly button pierced. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you knew the why no. behind it. Because I think you would have got him at the Uh-oh. time. Because we weren't. First of all, we weren't married at the time. We were. We actually separated. Mm-hmm. So this is like I'm I, fresh. Like I think we we were together for a long time. We separated for almost a year. But I think we were like in our first month of separation and just trying to come to terms with, okay, this is no longer mine. Mm-hmm. So he was going out with. He was going on vacation with one of his guy friends. And they both decided that they were going to get their tongues pierced. Mm, so they okay. went together, got their tongues pierced, never said anything. So we're in, we're literally sitting in church. And when I tell you, I never wanted to raise hell so so bad. <laughs> Not in, in church. church. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we Baptists, we tearing this church up today. <laughs> literally. 
we I'm looking at him and I'm like, we you know, we got the I always got the snacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm pulling out the church snacks and he's like not eating them and I'm looking at him like oh, what okay. is going on? Yeah. And then when we left, he could barely eat. And I'm like, he's still not telling me what's going on. So when I finally see it, I like flipped out mm-hmm. because that was something that I, he knew I hated. Okay. So it's just like, you already went and do that, but I have no stance on it because we're not together. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, bet. Because me getting my, I wanted to get my, my belly button pierced before, but we were together. He was mm-hmm. like, I don't like that. You know, I had, I had a six, eight yeah. pack. So was, he's like, it's going to draw attention. Yeah. To your he's like, you, ah, you don't need to touch. Don't touch nothing. I'm like, all right, bet. Not only did I go get my belly button done, <laughs> I got the top and the bottom done. See? Cause that's what I wanted. And the, the pain was minimal, but okay. he was so upset. He had called me and he was like, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Because you know, at the men, I, I, I still have a tendency to met and God's still working with me yeah, on that. With certain match situations. your energy. Yeah. On this, huh? If you do something that you know, I don't like, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to do worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't. Hear oh, <laughs> and I mean, in certain situations is a good way because I've, I, I want to get over solutions quickly. Yeah. So I, my thing, my, my husband naturally learns by he's a vision learner. Mm-hmm. where I'm auditory. So if you, okay. like, if I listen to something enough times, that's how I even learned in school. But mm-hmm. he was visual. He was hands-on. Yeah. So knowing that in a relationship, it's just like, okay, if you do something and I keep telling you I don't like this, then I'm equated to something that you're going to be able to visibly grasp mm-hmm. to where it's just like, okay, now you understand yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm, if I'm being completely honest, all right, you're sitting up here, you work, you work, you're doing all these businses, and then you want to come home and snap your fingers and turn mm-hmm. me on like a light bulb. Mm-hmm. It, don't it don't work, work like, like that. that. But it's like, okay, but you want to snap your fingers and this house be clean, and you mm-hmm. want to snap your fingers and do this. Okay, so I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. So we, I'm going to equate one with the other. You think you're going to get in. You think I'm. you're going to get instant, but I can't get instant. Right. No, so it don't we, work like that. we going to fix it. He got, he got it after that. Yeah, like, I'm okay, sure he yeah, did. We, oh, that was deep. That's we going to fix one. it. But yeah, for me, it was like, and I even had to look up, okay, what's the definition of being spiritually attracted? Mm -hmm. And it was the biblical principles that we live by. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I think of that right away, I think of the fruit of the spirit, love, Mm -hmm. joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, meekness. I can't think of them all. But so it makes me look at things just completely different, you know, even with him, because I am that representation of spirituality for him. You know, not everybody grew up in the church yeah. and how important it is, even on those days when like that happened. And I'm like, Ooh, I just had to walk away because I can't give you spiritually attractive right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to walk away and we're going to revisit that later. So I'll circle back and let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me blinging, you're going to know it went no, well. But like, oh, not, went good, yeah, went like I, I don't know. Yeah, mine's when it comes to just like the whole spiritual aspect of mm-hmm. it. That one where it talks about not keeping an account, like love does not keep mm-hmm. an account mm-hmm. on somebody on the wrongdoing. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that one because naturally 
if you trigger me, mm-hmm. now it's not bringing up just what happened in that moment, but mm-hmm. it's bringing up everything else. Yeah. So it's like, how do, yeah. So it's like, how do you expect me to control that? And God was telling me, I don't expect you to control it. I expect you to give it to me yes. when it happens yes. and not act on it. Because yes. my first thing is, all right, now we in the argument. And now I'm like, okay, but this situation looks like this, mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. And I'm going to run you down to therapy. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I could send the, I can She always send somebody to therapy. Yes, I could say, I can, <laughs> I can either send you to therapy in a good way or a bad way. But my mouth can send somebody to therapy. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> But I like what you said about God saying, no, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to give it to Mm -hmm. me. I passed the preaching on that, (laughs) y'all. This whole month is um, like focusing on the power of God Mm -hmm. and how we try to take that power back instead of giving it to him where he wants to work on our behalf in everything. So on my mirror, you know, we got those affirmations and that stuff up there. Um, She said, and she had us repeating it. I trust the power of God to work in this situation and just start naming those situations. Wow. So that's what I'm doing every day. And that's what we have to do. And we were just talking about this earlier yeah. where we say we're giving stuff to God, but we're not, you know, yeah. like we're still trying to handle it on our own because it's so uncomfortable and it brings anxiousness and like all of those things when when we really try to give it to him mm-hmm. instead of just being uncomfortable for a minute and allowing him to work. Yeah. So that's where I am now. And I'm just like, I, okay, God, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to you. Even when those thoughts come And like yesterday, I'm driving and you know how your, your brain is like yeah. all of these crazy thoughts. And I let him go for about 30 seconds and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yeah. So I started saying, I trust the power of God to work in the situation and started naming them and then started praising God. Yeah. And then it was gone. And I probably had to do that like 10, 15 times a day. <laughs> and I'm going to, but I'm going to keep doing it until it's going to get better. Like yeah. I trust it's going to get better. And I want to circle back to something else you said that I thought was amazing you mentioned like being spiritually attractive and being authentic mm-hmm. uh, and people seeing that authenticity which is attractive to them even if that means they're seeing your shortcomings mm-hmm. like we're always so concerned about the opinion of others because of the stigma that's been attached with the church of you have to be perfect mm-hmm where somebody that's not necessarily walking with God, I think would appreciate more yeah. you being transparent with your struggles yeah. and saying, this is where I'm at, but I'm trusting God. Yeah. So that, that's the, that's the hard part. And for me, if I'm honest, like I struggled with that in the beginning because it's like, Oh no, I'm not going to do this around these people mm-hmm. because I don't want them to think X, Y, Z. So it was to the point where, and I I like to have a glass of wine sometimes, but if I was in certain company and I'm still, it depends on the audience, but if I was in certain company, I wouldn't have it, but okay. Then am I being just fake? Pretty much. I'm being fake. I, and depending on my audience, some people cringe when I do this, but I ask, Okay. Like if I'm out, yeah. Like if I'm if I'm out because I do know, um, 
like just a blanket one. You know, Bishop Evans was at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And when we started popping bottles, Uh-oh. he had to leave. Time to go. And it wasn't that he was condemning anybody that was there. Yeah. He said, I can't have a snapshot of somebody taking a picture and and I have nothing to do with it, but somebody take a picture and now I'm perceived as I'm partaking yes. because of what I was around. Right. That's and good. I respect that he even, cause he didn't have to mm-hmm. give a, um, a reason for why, but it made me be like, okay. So I just like blatantly ask yeah. like, okay. Cause I do know there's certain people that I'm, I'm around and some people have even signed contracts where they're, they're elders and ministers in the church and they cannot underneath any well, yeah, circumstance that's different because people are watching yeah. people are really watching so I don't want ever want to be in a situation where alright I have a glass of wine mm-hmm. and it's got to be on this side mm-hmm. so that you, you take so, a picture you yeah somebody's not taking a picture or anything so I'll just ask you yeah. know is this okay and if it's not okay cool yeah that, but that's when I drop good. you off I'm you gonna go what? home and I'm here she go y'all <laughs> that's so good I'm glad you mentioned that because People in um, ministry, if we're going to be honest, they're held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it because people are watching, they're judging and, and those things. So that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, like honestly, where I am right now, and I talked to you about this, that God is challenging me to to not do anything, not even had a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking in that now because and it's not because I can't have a glass of wine because I can the Bible yeah. says don't be drunk. It doesn't say not to have a glass of wine. But he's challenging me to totally rely on him. Mm-hmm. And it can't be, oh, I had a bad day at work, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Because then I'm trying to take the power back or I'm trying to numb something instead of just sitting in yeah. it and truly giving it to him. Yeah. But I'm not condemning anybody for having the glass of wine <laughs> because everybody's walk is different. Yeah. And I think we have to respect that. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. Like, listen, <laughs> what's for you is for you yeah. and not somebody else. Yeah. But everybody won't be like, oh, well, I can't have one, so you can't have one no. either. Yeah. No, everybody's walk is different. And I think that's um, one of the key points about being spiritually attractive is how other people perceive us. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is no judgment. You know, like, if if somebody sees me and I'm judgmental, I'm not walking in love, the fruits of the spirit, how am I spiritually attracted? Mm -hmm. You know, like we can do all kinds of other stuff, like, you know, just being kind to somebody, giving them something, doing things. But if I'm walking around with the mean face all day, how am I spiritually attractive? And some people, yeah, I just have like, you know, they call it the resting face. I ain't gonna say it. (laughs) But like just having a resting face of, if there's a lot on my mind, mm-hmm. I, I, I do realize now I come off unapproachable. Like, yeah. don't talk to her. She going through something. But I've been, I think, like, maybe the last two days, if I see somebody and they look completely angry, I'm speaking to them. Okay. And a lot, at one time I did, I got told off, and I'm like, it took everything in me to be oh, like, I'm, I'm you bold. I wrong do it. person to be yeah. telling off. But I did. I got a good feedback. Um from it because you never know what somebody else is dealing with mm-hmm. or what they're going through and i'm coming across that majority of the people aren't mean mm. they're just life is like how to mm. be like life is life in right now yeah, yeah life is life in yeah. comedy went up it's 20 some dollars for some mm-hmm. eggs everything went up mm-hmm. so it's like yeah people are out here just trying to figure out how to make it work yeah i know yesterday my day was not so good so i'm out at the store 
and feeling like I just want to have rest in face, mm-hmm. but deliberately trying to like smile and, you know, mm-hmm. smile at people and not look that way. But inside I'm like, that's not what I feel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, do we push past it and say ah, anyway, or do we just um, allow ourselves to sit in that moment for the moment? I think if it's for, if it's for other people, mm-hmm. then I say absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not doing anything for the comfort of somebody else anymore. Yeah. Like if it's something that, okay, I need to put on a smile on my face so I can internally change me and that's what's going to work for uh-huh. me, then I'll do it. But I'm no longer in to a fault because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm not. No, if I'm not happy with you, I'm not happy with you. You're yeah. going to feel it and you're going to know it. Not because I'm trying to force you to make you feel mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but because that's just where authentically I am right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm not going to pretend like our kids, like I, I had a rough week with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fighting everybody. And I'm like, I'm not happy with them this week. I don't want to be around them this week. Yeah. I want to skip past this week yeah. because they're getting on my nerves. And I didn't want to go out and feel like, oh, my kids are absolutely joy and they're perfect. And I yeah. and I just I love them. Yes. But they were they were triggering the heck out of me all yeah. week long. And it's like it's OK to have a imperfect moment and just be like, I'm yeah. just going to. That, that's true. I'm glad you said that because the why is important. Mm. And I wasn't doing it for me. It yeah. was like how, again, how mm. are pe- how are these people going to perceive me, yeah. which we're trying to get away from yeah. if I'm walking around and I'm not smiling or showing like happiness. But I'm just cautious because of, of something I heard. I was listening to a message and he said, I don't even know what church it was. It was a really small church, something I found on YouTube. But he said, a spiritually searching world needs a spiritually attractive church. Mm. So just in like being guided in those instances where I need to give that smile, like that might be the only smile somebody gets that day. Or is it something that I'm just doing? Am I doing it because I can do it or am I doing it because God says this is what you should do and knowing the difference? Um, you know, Tim Ross is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I was like, oh, I had to watch because I caught the snippet of it and I had to watch the whole episode. Because when he said his name is upsetting the gram, oh, he was really like, yeah, oh, really I'm, I'm going. But he, he was really talking about, <laughs> he's talking about gay people in the church. I saw that. They and were protesting, I, right? Yeah, outside. and I love tell the sisters about I it. I loved what he said Me too. because he was talking about the protesters, and there was this whole church meeting, and they were trying to figure out like how are we going to deal with this situation? How do because, we handle the games? Yeah, That's the way he said it. like it's <laughs> he he was, and then he started talking about everybody else skeletons. Mm-hmm. You're trying to judge them based off of this because you don't agree with their lifestyle. But the foundation is everything being in love. Yes. Like we have to walk in love. Yes. Their sin just happens to be outright or mm-hmm. what their life choices. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not about to tell somebody which one is a sin mm-hmm. and which one isn't, but their life choices are just out in the open. He said, your stuff is in the closet. Mm-hmm. So he went out there and he started, he's like, I'm hugging everybody mm-hmm. today. I'm going out there and I'm yep. hugging everybody. And I absolutely love I it. I love that too. I love that. And I'm sure a whole lot of people cringe, but so what? And I mean, we know what the Bible says about homosexuality and that it is a sin, but how or who are we 
to hold that sin in any higher regard than somebody that's committing adultery, somebody that's telling a lie, Mm -hmm. somebody that's eating too much. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, no, it's not right that they do that. And love covers a multitude of sins. Absolutely. It so covers it all. You multiplying your own stuff because mm-hmm. you out there. Oh, look at them. Look yeah. what they doing. And yeah, and God loves them. But just you going as out much. and laying with somebody's husband, but still then want to talk about somebody <laughs> being gay and faithful. Hello. <laughs> like, I'm just like you. Yeah. What? That's what we are not going to do. Like no judgment whatsoever. And I think that's the that's so that's spiritually attractive. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Like just having that. Amount of love, and and some people are harder to love than others. But mm-hmm. just having that, I'm gonna love you. I might have to love you from over here. Yeah, but I still but I'm love, you. love you. Yeah, and it's, it's so important for people to see that because, again, like we always say, mm-hmm. that may be the only representation they have of God. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to be the cause of them saying, "No, nah, I'm good," or are we going to show them love? Yeah, there's this one person. I didn't mean to do this, Uh-oh. but there's this. One um person and they are very spiritually attractive. Mm-hmm. Their love just like outpours mm-hmm. even on social media. So I can't even imagine what it would be in like person. being around yeah, that person. Yeah. But they were grounded in that. Their mother is that. Oh. And this person is somebody who transitioned. So like they transitioned from their, man to their, woman or yeah from um he was born a man he transitioned okay. into being a woman mm-hmm. and just went through the whole um facial reconstruction surgery mm. and just the they you know to identify as she because I don't mm-hmm. want to get pronouns wrong yeah but identifying as she and. She was after she, you know, she was going through all of this stuff. She talked about how she was going through depression, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts. After the transition? No, before. Okay. Because of stuff that was said to her oh, about wow. her family. Her family is very, I want to say religious. Because okay, there's, no, there's, there's no, spirit, there's, yeah, there's okay. no spiritual in that. When you mm-hmm. are telling somebody out now, they're going to go to hell for their choices. But you got sin, and mm-hmm. if we're weighing everything the same, we could all go to the same place mm-hmm. if we don't get that right. Yeah. And I was when when I see in a post, I'm like, oh my god! Went into the DMs, did an outpour of love, got a comment back, and now mm-hmm. that's my wifey. I'm like, hey, oh, wifey, <laughs> hey boo, how you doing? You're because funny. I just. And everybody would say that's so controversial, but I love her. I yeah. absolutely love the. And why wouldn't you? Like, because, yeah, she's she's human first, and exhibits more godly love than a lot of people who sit up there trying to acting like they walk in yeah. the straight and narrow. Yeah. Like nobody's really walking the straight and narrow. Somebody yeah. cut in front of you, you cussing them out. Yeah, hmm? how was that, yeah, how is that any different? <laughs> but like you said, love covers a multitude yes. of sins. You know, and. That situation is between them and mm-hmm. God. And I do believe that one touch from God can change ev- everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have seen people be delivered from it. But if not, guess what? That's between them and God. Right. And we have nothing and to do with it. And we have no heaven or no hell to put them in. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't believe that. And this is just me. Don't cancel me. I don't believe that people that are homosexuals and... 
accept Christ and love God are going to hell. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. That's just yeah. my opinion. Um, everybody has a different opinion because it to me it's the same as oh you lying every day, but you accepted Christ, you love God, but you you think you going to heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Sin is sin is sin. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. And that's my opinion. So don't cancel me. (laughs) And didn't have so much hate. Like I just, you know, you see certain people and their whole aura reads hate. Mm -hmm. Just like how you can see love, Mm -hmm. you can see hate too. Yeah. And just walking around. So there's this, um, there's this show. So one of my favorite, favorite shows is called Lie to Me. Mm. It was on Netflix. And they talk about body language Mm -hmm. and the certain facial expressions people make, no matter what nationality or creed you are. And one of the, yeah, like just lying or trying to cover something up. Mm. And one of them is disgust. Disgust is the most, I think it is, it's the most recognizable facial expression regardless yeah regardless of what nationality you are and they make this face and they go okay and it's it's like they if you watch now you'll be able to see it but it's i because now it's apparent to me and i see people and i'm like you don't wipe that look off your face and you recognize yeah because i'm reading people's faces recognize it right away And, and that's something that i notice like even um, going deeper into a walk with God, mm-hmm. how attractiveness is just oh, is totally different for me now. Yeah. The way I look at people, because at first glance, when you look at a person, the first thing you see is their outward appearance. Mm-hmm. You know their face, their clothes, and you know whether it's attractive or not. But now, mm-mm, like I see so much deeper, and mm-hmm. it may not be just at a glance, but as soon as you start talking, mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, your soul is dark. Yeah. You know, you're not spiritually attractive at all. Or you are a beautiful, bright light. Like I was just mm-hmm. telling you about a young lady that I hadn't seen for a few years. She's only nine. Um, and her grandfather brought her over to my house. And when I tell y'all her light is so bright, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see who she's going to be Like yeah. when she gets older. But just the beauty inside. Like, I can't even tell you what she had on yeah. that day. But just recognizing that beauty. But it goes both ways. Yeah. Light and dark. They, uh, what, I don't know. I don't even know what podcast they was. They said Lucifer was the most beautiful mm-hmm. angel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the the. The ba- I don't, there was no ranking of angels, but it's like he was he was he one was of God's favorites. <laughs> yeah, he was one of God's favorites. Yeah. Like he he created when he created him, and the only one that can make music come out of his mm-hmm. body, like absolutely beautiful. You know how how God looks at worship. Yeah. So like to create somebody that embodies All worship. That. Yes. Like yeah, but then yeah. look what happened. Yeah, thief come to steal, yeah. kill, and destroy y'all. It's like you think people are coming. In their natural form, mm-hmm. like no, no, and they're beautiful on the mm-hmm. outside, like you said. Um, it was beautiful on the outside, but just like dark, yeah. And I've heard people say that, like, that the enemy doesn't come in that form that we see that ugly form, it's like a bright light or something beautiful, or it's always disguised mm-hmm. as something that's appealing, yeah. I got, I actually screenshotted a comment, I was. I don't even know what post it was on, but I screenshot it because it brought so much light to me mm-hmm. about about that. Mm-hmm. He was like, the enemy is not coming to you 
with horns and mm-hmm. a red light, he's coming to you as something that's going to make you let your guard down. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. ooh. And we've all experienced that. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, what just happened here? Yeah. We've all experienced it. But, I mean, even in in relationships, um, mm-hmm. uh, intimate relationships, mm-hmm. where, like, you may see somebody who, from the outside, just looks, oh, he's absolutely He's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking. And it's like. You be like, get away I'm good. from me. <laughs> like, step back. I'm good. But just a beautiful package on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> and all just. I was about to name an actor, but not, I'm not you even. Better I'm not, not even going to do it. But you see these. It, it's hilarious to me. And I'll just say this because I feel like. Society will drag a woman before they drag a man. Mm-hmm. And there's like this Always. beloved actor. And I love him too. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about homeboy is fine. Oh, he's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm like now I'm looking at it and they say the problem is this one female. You know how she you, she has the NDA okay. for not being able oh, to okay. disclose. Yeah, 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 I ain't naming yeah, no names, but I'm dropping right, hits to. today. <laughs> like she has the NDA where you can't talk about their mm-hmm. relationship. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, what's wrong with her? And da da da, what's wrong with this? But I'm like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Because it's now been a couple. Like, he's had a couple relationships and they I'm always just end like, up walking away. Yeah, why are they running? Because, yeah. oh, you be gorgeous. Something. And then from the outside looking in, can we go a little bit deeper? We ain't going to name no names, but it appears that he's doing everything right. Yes. Yes, the aquarium dates, renting out stuff. (laughs) Bought the house that was absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. There's something. There's something deeper there that maybe one day the real real will come out. But it has to be something more. I'm going to cry with it, dude. I know. Like, we don't want to know. We don't want to (laughs) know. Not this one. Yeah, but I think that spending time with God first of all changes us spiritually from the inside out and it ignites something in us yeah. like just uh i was out to dinner with some friends on sunday that i hadn't seen for quite a while and one of them said to me now I, it was just an average day i had on my little faith dress and my sneakers mm-hmm. and you know that's nothing. a cute outfit yeah, but she That's says, a shame I know where I fit. Yeah, right. Because I don't have a lot of clothes. Y'all gave a clothes away. I know. You I'm got wearing five my clothes five now. Five. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, had, had, my, had a headband around my hair because, you know, it was curled a little bit. Yeah. And she said, I am loving all of this. And I'm like, yeah. what? And she was like, your skin. Your, she was like, I just love it. But God was reminding me that's not, she's not even looking at the mm-hmm. outside. Like, she's really seeing the inside. And I was just, oh, God, I thank you. Mm-hmm. I thank you because that's what I want people to see. Like, I yeah. want them to see him and me. And, you know, every day I don't work out like that. Yeah. And he's really challenging me to be more spiritually attractive in um, corporate setting, which is hard mm-hmm. for me because it's business, you know. Yeah. But what he's challenging me with is... Uh, Something that we talked about on a previous previous episode where it was a Maverick City and one of the girls said 
that if she's about the kingdom business, she can't be Puerto Rican first. She can't be a woman first. Uh, she has to be about kingdom business. Yeah. So he's challenging me that they have to see him first. Okay. And it's hard because in some situations, you know, it's, it's combative. Yeah. But no, it, it can't be combative. So my struggle is real yeah. right now. <laughs> like they got to see. Yeah, that does. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like they got to see him first. Ooh, and they know what that means. Because if you don't have that relationship or if you lose sight of that relationship, mm-hmm. then you don't even know where to start or what that looks like. Yeah. But it just takes me back to what I was saying uh, with my pastor, the series she's on. And I just love how God always aligns everything up with where she mm-hmm. is is trusting God's power to work in us because it's clearly, he always asks us to do something or things that he knows we can't do. And that's what she was saying. Is God asking you to do something right now that you know you can't do? Yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, I just want to feel like I got this. And he's like, well, if you got this, you don't need need me. me So yeah, it really turning that power over to him and allowing his spirit to flow through us yeah I, oh, I remember having a um somebody said something <laughs> that triggered me and mm-hmm. they was pushing buttons and i was like i want to cuss you out so bad right now mm-hmm. but i'm gonna leave, give me five minutes don't talk to me now if you talk yeah. to me in these five minutes you go you go get the business but give me five <laughs> minutes because i'm like did you just say what i think Ooh. you just said to me like, but are you kidding? But how much growth is that? Yeah. Because they would have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely different. Not reacting the way that you normally would. So, yeah. okay, sisters, we challenging you to, yes. like, what can you do this week or in coming weeks to be more spiritually attractive? Like, what does that mm-hmm. look like? Uh, for me, I think about, like, just acts of kindness, just doing stuff for people or... Mm-hmm. Just speaking to people, showing joy, like even when a situation doesn't necessarily line up with that, but being deliberate in, no, this is the way I have to move. Yeah. It's It's, it's, it's not easy. And I feel like the more we challenge ourselves to do that, more crap Mm -hmm. is the fan. Yeah. Like oh yeah you you gonna uh-huh. try to be happy now uh-huh. okay we're we're gonna see yeah. you gonna try not to cuss somebody out uh-huh. okay your car about to get tore up ten times while you hit this road we gonna see if yeah. you still not cussing and wanting to get out the car yeah. and fight like yeah yeah and I think a lot of that comes with well I should say for me like once I got to the point where my purpose is clear this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Nonsense just gets on my nerves, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I don't want to settle for it anymore, but mm-hmm. it's and I don't think we're supposed to, but it's how we handle it. And we talk about being deliberate and walking in love and, and all of that yeah. stuff. So I remember you telling me you was like, no, you seeing a whole lot more stuff than you were seeing before. Cause mm-hmm. like, now you see the nonsense. Yeah. No, you just like. I know you did not just say yeah. that. Like, I'm not going to let you stuff. I was allowing and stuff. I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, it just floats over. I'm like that's mm-hmm. not floating no more. Yeah. Because the, what we were saying, like when you're intimate with God, like he ignites something in us mm-hmm. where we just see, we see everything completely different. It's like the blinders are off. Mm-hmm. So something that you would have been oblivious to a year ago, it's like, no, nah. Yeah. That's not going to fly. But okay, now how are you going to react? Are you going to be spiritually attractive with your reaction? 
or are you gonna be old Tiffany? That's where the challenge comes in. I me or walk I just away got, like me and yeah, like <sighs> I gotta separate. Like I, yeah. I gotta separate. I haven't I haven't gotten to where I can maneuver in the situation yet. Mm-hmm. And I know I'll get there. Yeah. But I'm just like, nah, mm-hmm. like you gotta I, I need mm-hmm. to remove myself. Yeah. Because I'm about to fail this test. Yeah, and that's what I had to do. That's what I was telling you, even with the situation I talked about in the beginning. I, because I knew I couldn't process it, I just mm-hmm. got to walk away. And I was seething for days mm-hmm. until I finally let it go. But just because the the way I typically react, oh, I'm going back. We can talk about this now. No. Yeah, that's how I've been. No. Yeah. You got to let it let it ride. And I, I wanted to get my nose pierced. But one of my mm-hmm. girlfriends got her nose pierced. And, you know, our nose is naturally thicker. Mm-hmm. So she said, like, getting <laughs> that needle through is completely different. It's like three layers of crunch. Yeah, that I you heard it was painful. Like, but it's quick. I'm sure it's quick. But we'll see. Like, ooh, I don't know. Geez. That might not be happening wow. because that's I have the only to, thing um, that stopped me. Okay. But how you think he would feel me. about that? What about me getting my nose? You think he'd be all right? Oh no, he would have an absolute. <laughs> so he would have an absolute. He would have an absolute fit. Like you want to touch your face. Like yeah. you said, if he's mad about makeup on my face, he dad go sure but gonna okay. be mad about something that's permanent. He be mad about the eyelashes. Like, so she do not doing it, y'all. No, mm-hmm. I, well, I don't. I'm not doing it because I don't want the pain. Yeah, but like even. Like, okay, for instance, if it's something that's meaningful for me, so mm-hmm. like, for instance, I want the tattoo mm-hmm. of my kids mm-hmm. and I want either a, um, a butterfly or a heart for the child that we lost. Oh, that's nice. So for that, I'm thinking more so the heart just because mm-hmm. when I did the balloon release, one of those balloons was a heart. Yeah. So I want to do like a little balloon heart. In the middle of like where the baby, and then like have the string like circle around all the kids. Oh, so that you can't tell me. Yeah, no, that I'm I all about tattoos if they're meaningful. Yeah, like I made the mistake of just being out with a girlfriend one day, random, <laughs> and just got a tattoo that means absolutely nothing. Yeah. I, that I'm not for, but I do believe in meaningful tattoos. Uh, yeah, and I want another one. That's like, he don't like tattoos. He's just like he. You would think he would be tatted up. Yeah. But no. he he loves tattoos, like looking at them. But he's he did say, he said, I have an addictive personality, mm-hmm. so I have to be careful what I'm addicted to. Well, so he all recognizes right, it. Yeah, he's like, I'm addicted to going to the gym. Yeah. Like, there's certain foods, like, all right, them honey buns and them brownies. Oh, he's addicted <laughs> to it, but they go kill him. He's like, I like my cars. I like my bikes. All right, yeah. that's that's healthy. Right. So he's like, I'm not going to go get one tattoo because one tattoo is going to turn into 15. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. But I think he will be okay, like me just saying, this is the reason why I want right. to do this. Yeah, and that, that's, I think he would too. If yeah. you gave him that reason, I think he would be okay with it. Yeah. He will be okay. I think it will be him t- taking it on himself and doing a Google search and be like, well, this is the best tattoo artist. And I think you should have it this color. And yeah. I think, because you, you know you that's what this. You should yeah. get this design. Like, like it's his tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that everything is going to change. Yeah. And it was always my, I told Tiff she should get Yeah. Yes. That's what it's going to that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah. Like, it's going to be him sharing in that experience. And, like, he's living through me. Like, okay, I can't get one. But since you want one, mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I'm going to be a part. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's Well, all right. One. I think we should start the wrap up. That's a good one. That was, that's a good, good topic. Good challenging topic. Um, yeah. The timing was perfect with the yeah. things that we're going through. 
So we challenge you to take this journey with us on being deliberate Mm -hmm. and being more spiritually attractive to the people you come in contact with, whether it be your spouse, your children, um, in a corporate setting, just people you see on the streets, um, and remembering that a spiritually searching world needs a spiritually attractive church. And I'm going to find that minister so that we can give him his props. Cause it was a, some little small church that um, I saw that with. So we'll wrap yes. up with giving our keyword for what sisterhood means to you. Oh, to death. about that part. Uh, <laughs> I completely. You want me to go first? Oh, yeah, you go first. I need okay. a minute. All right. That's all right. So for me, um, when I was thinking about sisterhood this morning, the word that rang in my mind was community. Mm. And a community is people that live together collectively in one space or people that share some type of attribute or like mindset. Mm. So sisterhood, we talk about like-minded women. So it is our community of women that are like-minded, like we're healing, we're building, we're growing, we're doing all those things together. So I love y'all, my community, (laughs) Sister Circle. Uh, Mine is rawness. Mm, 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 I say that because like one of my friends is going to therapy Mm. and she's going through a situation where her therapist asked her to strip everything. No lashes, no eyebrows. You know who this is, so you know. She's like, she like, I just want an eyebrow pencil. Can you Ooh. talk to them? And they, I try to talk to them. They like, no, best no, friend, get off the phone, that. get off the phone. <laughs> but like, just stripping down and getting to the rawness of and, who you are. Yes. And I, this platform, I'm literally at my rawness. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really at. Like this is how I am. Take it or click off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just the community that God's built around us mm-hmm. and finding those, like I always talk about the like-minded people mm-hmm. and the God-ordained people and just God showing us our path yes. and just having that rawness in your sisters and just being like, that's good. No lashes, binded yes. on, no makeup, yeah, ugly t-shirt. This is who I am. And yeah. you really get to see who a person is. At their, what what we call our ugliest form. Right. Like when we're going through, like, yeah, of course you see me. I had COVID. Like that was yeah, my, yeah, ugly, yeah, yeah. that was, boy, <laughs> that was my ugliest but form. But just get into the core of who we are. And yes. just to end with something else, Tabitha Brown. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, we, I want um, her on here yeah. so bad. Well, we're speaking into existence. Yes. Uh, talking about like her raw moment of, really come to Jesus. Like, you know him, but that moment where it's like, okay, all bets are off. I'm giving you everything. I surrender. And literally being in the bathroom and looking at herself in the mirror for like 10 minutes or more and how uncomfortable it was because like looking into your eyes and you're seeing everything behind it, the hurt, the pain, like just all the rawness, like you said, but she left that bathroom a different person and she's never been the same. Yeah. So I'm believing that the same thing is going to happen for your friend. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. So we're going to wrap up there. We are going to be spiritually attractive yes. <laughs> going forward. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you soon. See you. Bye.